Life Audio. This is our one-year episode. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Do you believe in life after addiction? You better believe it. Now, the host of Life After Addiction. We're back, baby. Come on. We are back, and it's been one year. Big five, two, 52 man. episodes, That's one crazy. a week for a year. Mm. Carl's holding up 53. I don't know how. I... Oh, boy. That's a callback. That's a callback. 52, call back. baby. It's a callback. German Carl, uh, <laughs> producer Carl. So, hey, we have uh, just a, a really exciting one-year celebration. Now, if you go back and you're a true Life After Addiction fan, you know that we have a whole bunch of episodes before we started doing audio and video. But, man, this is a special moment. We felt led that the Lord's called us to kind of go into this branch of ministry to be a resource, to be a, an encouragement. And so this is our one-year episode, 52, 52nd episode. Uh, and we've covered a lot of ground and we've shared a few laughs. Uh, but no, if you've been with us on the journey, thank you. You've experienced a lot of fun. Um, you've you've cried with us. You've laughed with us. Mm. Uh, hopefully, you've gotten uh, encouraged with this as we have. Um, but yeah, this is exciting. We do uh, have a very interesting episode. Uh, we are going to talk about something, as you could probably see with a thumbnail, uh, that maybe you haven't heard, and it's probably a shame that you haven't heard that, but we'll get into that. We also have a very nice treat for producer Carl at the end of the episode. Yes, we do. We have uh, a lovely treat. A for lovely our treat, uh, and I just for you, uh, for you people that have followed us from the beginning, uh, the first episode, you'll see why we're we're doing a little callback. Carl had uh, a chuckle in the first episode, and we're we going to get the chuckles back. Yeah, we thought the chuckle was cute. <laughs> so, and, and that kind of brings me to this. That segment, if you're going back and you're trying to find that first episode. It's not there. Uh, and so what, what's happening, we've been encouraged and um, told, I guess, to it would be wise for us to move Life After Addiction to its own YouTube channel. And so the, the show will be, the link will be in the show notes of this episode. Uh, yeah, and so we have our first five episodes over there. That's why you can't find it. You can't have two videos in the same place or you're not supposed to. But if you would go and, and subscribe to that, uh, we are going to try to catch up very quickly and just start um, publishing on that channel as soon as we can. But there, we got to get all the episodes over there first. So show us some love over there. We really believe that this is going to be a big resource, and we've been uh, encouraged and given some things to do to make it that way. That being said, um, if you follow us on social media, you've probably heard this announcement already, but we're happy to announce and we've been teasing it a little bit. Yeah. There is a resource coming for the families. Uh, for, for if you are a family member or a loved one who, uh, whose family member or loved one has battled an addiction, there's a podcast coming out called Hope After Addif- uh, Addiction. It's our sister. They record in this studio. The, the two ladies, my wife, Katie Comer and Chelsea McLeod, who's not my wife, uh, John McLeod's wife, uh, they have felt called to make this podcast and I think for a while now, and now they're walking on obedience to do it. They're, they're not like super excited about being on a podcast or whatever, but they're really, they have really good chemistry. They've recorded an episode and that's going to come out October sometime. 
Uh, we're very excited about that. These ladies have just a story to tell, and, and mm-hmm. there's so much hope that they could offer, and they're going to ask questions and, and talk about difficult uh, topics as well. Go check that out. They're, they're, um, the link will be in this show description as well to their channel. There's no videos posted yet. Uh, I'm hoping that right now we're going to show a clip of one of their uh, podcasts, but if we don't have that ready yet, you're just going to continue to see me and hear me talking. <laughs> but there might be a little clip that comes up here in just a second. But, yeah, that, that's exciting. Um, they also have social medias, uh, I believe, at Hope After Addiction on Instagram and Facebook, uh, and we'll try to have those links in the in the uh, show notes as well. But 52 episodes. 52, man. But to go into what you were just saying about Hope After Addiction and their podcast, I'm I'm genuinely excited to listen to that every week um, as people from the addiction side and living that life. There's so many resources for us and programs that we can go to. And I feel like the section um, that's uh, um, open to families is just non-existent almost. And just like our testimonies God uses to help men who are in addiction, they have testimonies from the outside looking in battling, you know, addiction alongside their loved one. And I know many, many families are plagued by addiction. I mean, I couldn't name a family that's not, whether it's an uncle, a father, a brother, a cousin, a sister, a grandpa, whatever it is. But, man, it's going to be a really good resource to go check out and see how they battled through that and loved their way through it and sought the Lord through it. And, man, it's going to be really good. Yeah, it's going to be powerful, man. And, And here's the thing, two things. So, one, what we've, what we've come to know, we just, and this, I don't want this to sound desperate or cheesy, but we've learned some things about YouTube. If you, it, we do ask that you go subscribe to all the channels, uh, the Life After Addiction new channel with the link, the Hope After Addiction, and this one if you're not, uh, and, and watch the videos and like them, because what we found out is that YouTube actually will push the resources when you get it inside of an algorithm. So, it really means a lot to us, plus... Uh, you're notified when we release stuff every week. And so, man, that would be a really big help to us. And, and the number two, <laughs> if my wife's podcast grows faster than our podcast, <laughs> I don't know if that's going to that's gonna make for an unhappy home. Give her some bragging rights at the Comer household. make for an unhappy home. So I need you to go and like ours and subscribe to Life After Addiction first. Wait a few months. No, I'm just joking. Uh, theirs is going to grow a lot faster than ours, I predict. And um, praise God for that. So as you could see, anything else on that? 52, man, there's going to be a little more conversation about it at the end. Yeah, I mean, just thinking through when we we were looking at pictures before we started shooting today and just uh, remembering that day when we started and just remembering certain episodes and the way the Spirit has moved you know, through Carl and yeah. Adam and I, and just, uh, man, it's, it's a beautiful thing to see what, what God's doing through all of this, um, and how he's blessing it. And just even those messages we receive, you know, yeah. um, just knowing that you're touching, that the Lord through us is touching lives and getting those phone calls. Like, man, the Lord's really encouraging me through what y'all are saying and the topics y'all discuss. And, it's just, you know, um, assurance that, man, we're doing what God has called us to. And, uh, man, it's touching people's lives, and that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, and it, it actually really encourages us when you leave yes. comments, and we'll take screenshots and send them to each other. And it's just it's, it's encouraging because, as you could tell, um, like two weeks ago, the episode, uh, man, it's pretty hard for us, right? The reality of what um, we're talking about, the reality of the ministry that God's called us to, it's a, it's a heavy and dark ministry, man. And people die and... 
um, people come to us in, in the darkest seasons of their life. And so it's heavy. And so those comments, that kind of stuff, not fishing for them, but we're just being honest. We're appreciating you. Um, we get messages, emails, texts, comments on the YouTube channel or the Facebook. And it just really means a lot to us. Um, it encourages us. Yeah. So, so thank you for doing that. That is one year. Here we go. We're going to dive in. So I don't know how old you have to be. Uh, I could do the math, but I'm not going to do it. But President George W. Bush, uh, his term, his term as president, two terms as president, I believe. Uh, at that time, if you are old enough to remember his presidential term, you remember the word weapons of mass destruction, WMDs. WMDs is almost a trigger word for someone that remembers that because there was this huge moment that we believed that Iraq had weapons of mass destruction, and we went to war because of it. It was a, a call to war. It was a, a, a war call because of weapons of mass destruction. As, as you can see in the, in the thumbnail and in the title, the title is, Is Fentanyl a Weapon of Mass Destruction? Well, here you go. Here's some breaking news that um, I'm willing to bet that none of you have heard until right now. There's 17? Yes, yeah, something like that. 17 attorney generals, 17 states' attorney generals. I know Tennessee's one of them, Florida. Uh, I, I can't name them all, but there's 17 uh, attorney generals from all these states that they've issued a, um, uh, petition. What, a petition to the White House, to President Biden. They, writ- they wrote a letter to President Biden. All of them signed it. They're urging President Biden to make fentanyl a weapon of mass destruction. Think about that. We went to war for that. Think about the implications of that. Like, pause. And, I mean, obviously those are, are trigger words for a lot of people that remember that presidency and I want and if you don't just know they ended up not finding weapons of mass destruction it was a big war but it was like the implications of fentanyl being declared a weapon of mass destruction which it is which it is it's killing it's (laughs) we we do that all the time but it is that drug alone is the stat like if there's the numbers that you're going to see are always going to be low. I'm just letting you know that. Let's just say 80,000 people died of drug overdose. 75,000 of those is from fentanyl. It's crazy. The craziness. So it's And that's yearly. That's every year, and that number is low. And so the implications, I'm thinking, okay, well, what, what prosecution, the way that they prosecute drug dealers, the way they prosecute people that they find um, fentanyl, obviously would drastically be uh, dealt with. But also, what about the other countries? This stuff's coming in from China through Mexico. Mm-hmm. If they declare this a weapon of mass destruction, there has to be implications on that side as well, right? Yeah. Talk about it for a second. I know you have it in front of you. And you and yeah, I'm just going to read a small excerpt just on some statistics yeah. about fentanyl, you know, because I think for those of us um, who haven't struggled with addiction, you might be naive or you may just be hearing about it for the first time through the news and stuff. Uh, But in this uh, petition that they're sending to President Biden, it says just two milligrams of fentanyl is needed to kill an adult and it can easily be placed in other substances. In fact, it already is. According to reports, at least one third of illicit manufactured pills are contaminated with fentanyl. Users often have no idea that they're consuming this poison. And, you know, I'm a I'm a, a product of that. You know, I was using a certain substance that I didn't know fentanyl was in and ended up overdosing and praise God that I didn't die. You know, I was resuscitated and went to a couple hospitals, but 
Dude, I know hundreds of people that's happened to and I'm not like exaggerating. Like right. I literally know hundreds of people that that's happened to. And it's crazy that it's at this place. I didn't even know that this petition was being sent to declare fentanyl a yeah. weapon of mass destruction until you sent this to Carl and I the other day. Um, and yeah, I think it's 16 attorney generals from Kansas, Montana, Nevada, New Mexico, Tennessee, Oklahoma, New Hampshire, Nebraska, Kentucky, Indiana, Arkansas, Texas, South Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia. Um, and Florida's the one that's writing the bill yes. that set it up. So 17 total or 16 yeah. total. And that's just crazy to think, man. And, and here's a, let's stay there. For, why haven't you heard this? The implications we could go to war over. Yeah. Why haven't, why are we breaking the news? The one that we have 14 people listening to this. Why are we breaking the news to you? Right. Yeah. I'm just joking. I need to stop doing that. We have a lot of people that have reached out and man, this thing's growing, but why are we having to be the ones to break you? This should be on every headline. Boop, 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 right? It should be on the news, cutting into articles, newspaper, websites. But, man, you got to go Google it and then find a credible source just to find out that this is happening. Why? Why is it being? And I don't want to be conspiracy theorists, and I'm not trying to be. I guess it's more righteous anger. Why is no one hearing this? Why is this not being talked about? Why are people not addressing this? And And, and here's the thing. There's many good things that have come from this. Like you have the Narcan. Narcan's amazing and it's saving lives, but it's not the answer. Legislation, great. Make it harder for this stuff to get in this country, which is what I'm hoping this comes that comes from this. Because right now it's like it's just killing so many people. But it's not the answer. The answer is the gospel of Jesus Christ. The answer is a heart change. The answer is a renewed mind in Christ. But it's like no answers are being discussed. It's all kept quiet, and the only thing the secular world is doing is saying, hey, let me give you more medication to get you off of doing that medication. And by the way, you are damned with a disease uh, for the rest of your life. And matter of fact, your identity has to be entangled with that. That's the only thing we know. Man, that's from the 50s. Mm. That's from the – that's from – it's a failed system over and over and over. And now that, that now that there's this chemical, I think there was a seizure in Florida or Georgia or somewhere. There was enough fentanyl seized to kill like 10 million adult people. 10 million adult people. It's crazy. And no one's talking about it. It's like, it's sad to me. That's why the documentary is the forgotten pandemic. And it's like, wake up people. What are we doing about this? Yeah. Why are we just not talking? Why is this not on every news station in America right now? Why are we not standing up? Like the very opening scene from the documentary. It's like, what if I told you that on the news every single day you saw a plane crashing and killing 500 people every single day? We would do something. Amen. We would change aviation. We would change the laws. We would make safer airplanes. That's happening, man. That's happening. And, and it's like, we have to break the news. Two busters on a, and with some cameras on YouTube has to tell you that. And I'm not, maybe you did hear that before, but I, I would imagine and willing to bet most of the people listening to this right now, that's the first time you're hearing that. And I, I mean, it, it's been out for two weeks, two, three, almost three weeks by the time this episode comes out. And no one's hearing about it, man. And I don't know. It's it's an interesting topic that's got me worked up. Yeah. And these are some statistics um, as well in the document and the petition just from Florida alone. Um, and it says that the seriousness that threat, um, the seriousness of that threat is informed by the fact that in the 12 month period ending in February 2022, 
More than 75,000 Americans died from overdose of synthetic opioids, mainly fentanyl. With statistics this staggering, we cannot forget that each number represents a human life and thousands of family and loved ones struggling with incomprehensible loss. Fentanyl is the number one killer of adults 18 to 45. Like you talk about that, but just think about that. The number one killer of adults yeah. is one drug from 18 to 45. Like many other states across this country, fentanyl has hit the state of Florida hard and the death toll is increasing at an alarming rate. In 2020, the fentanyl related overdose deaths increased by 59% to 5,806. In the first six months of 2021, deaths related to fentanyl increased again to more than 3,210. And that's just the first six months of that year. Um, just in Florida. Just in Florida. Just yeah. in Florida. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm going to, I guess, attempt to speak calmly. Um, because a lot of the problem is being discussed. I'm for that. I love that this has finally happened. I hate that no one's hearing about it. And the fact that no one's hearing about it, guess what? Nothing's going to be done about it, right? The president's not going to feel pressure to sign that because no one's heard of it. And why is that? I, again, not a conspiracy theorist, but wake up, oh sleepers. That these are these. This is data that we're reading to you. We're not taking the like. This is data that we've gone easily and found. Google what is the number one cause of death for eighteen to fifty year olds. You're, that's all you have to Google, and you'll see it for yourself. But let's take a quick break. I'll be right back. Um, we've kind of late into the episode and forgot to do it. Let's take a quick break, uh, and we'll be right back. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to UnityWeekend.com. That's UnityWeekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. That's that no look. That's that that's that year special right there. Thank you. That's that no look. That's that fifty. And we're back. We're back. All right. Again, if you're just joining us on this first for your first time, this is our one year anniversary. And if you're watching on YouTube, we did paper rock scissors. We had to take a break because in the audio only, there's some ads being played, but not on YouTube. Speaking of that, if you want to sponsor the pod on YouTube, reach out to us. We have many offers. Many offers have come in, but we're very <laughs> Very uh, stingy with who we allow That's on the right. pod. That's right. Uh, Nike. Yep. Uh, Reebok, Adidas. Whole Milk. Whole Milk. A little Nitro, I yep. think. So, I mean, we're just stingy. But if you want to advertise on the pod, reach out to us. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll think about it. But back to it. So back into it. So here's what my call is. I believe that most people listening to this, uh, they're, they're aware that S2L Recovery, which is the the motherboard, then there's S2L Studio that produces this podcast called Life After Addiction. 
most people know that we're Christ-centered. If you don't and you're watching this, we, we are absolutely Christ-centered, and we believe addiction is not a surprise to God. So I'm assuming, which might be a bad thing, but most people watching this are Christians. Man, we have... There's so many issues that we can address, but and we should, but we have an army of people. We have a voice. This type stuff, these petitions will go into the waistband if no one makes enough noise, sadly enough, or until an agenda comes along that they want to sign this and tack a whole bunch of stuff to it that doesn't make sense and that never gets passed bipartisan. This should be a bipartisan thing. Why? Because it is the number one cause of death. So here's what our plea is. Wake up, oh sleepers. Start talking about this. Start when you go research this. Start Googling it. Um, man, if there's someone out there, and, and I get this, and I want to be gracious. If someone just heard a clip of this or something, and they're just like, well, the idiots need to stop taking drugs. Mm-hmm. Right? That's, that's, I get it. I hear you. I think it's ignorant, to be honest. No offense, but you need to make a phone call to another living human brain, being, and they'll tell you about a family member or a loved one that's dying. So you, when you say that, you're just not being realistic. It's not, it's not just, hey, don't do drugs. They're doing drugs. Let's see what we could do to, get, to change them. They need to come somewhere and have a heart change, not some behavior modification. But also put things in place to make it really hard for them to die. I love Narcan. It, it's not the answer. I love legislation. It's not the answer. But it helps. It helps keep people alive long enough for them to get help because they're dying, man. Yeah. They're dying. S2L was founded founded on a guy, a friend, uh, that was going into rehab the next day and didn't make it. That that was years ago. Fentanyl wasn't an issue years ago. Now it's like they're just dying, man. We did two funerals in six days mm. last week. Six, two funerals in six days last week. And it's not... I'm preaching to the choir, man. It's not the people living under the bridge. It's Mm-mm. not that. Mm-mm. It's everyone. It's everyone. It's everyone. Soccer moms, sports players, pastors, lawyers, judges, doctors, nurses, everyone. It's everyone. And we believe we have the solution. We do. But this thing is kept so quiet. Uh, We're trying to be a voice. Like we have microphones here. We're pushing this out in the Internet to hopefully to wake up from the rooms of recovery comes the revival of a nation. And, and just to have a resource out there. That's what part we're playing. We need you to help us push it. But be a voice. Be a voice. Let people know about this. Like, think about, I mean, what does this mean? Does this mean we will go to war with China if, they, if they're caught sending more fentanyl to, over to us? Maybe. A weapons of mass destruction is a national security threat. Yeah. So kudos to those. I don't know their politics. I don't know who they are, all those states that signed it. I don't know what their politics are or what side of the aisle they stand on, but kudos to them, man, for pushing it. Yeah, it says right here, your own DEA administrator has called fentanyl the deadliest threat the DEA has ever seen. That's yours, President Biden, like you're going to watch this. The deadliest threat the DEA has ever seen. Yeah, it's crazy. And like you said, you you said that we we believe we have the solution, and and, and we do. The only solution or hope there is for someone struggling with addiction is a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Like, that's it. That's where freedom is found. I'm going to read something from Titus 2, 11 through 14, and it's about seeking the Lord's face, denying yourself, training in righteousness, training in the Lord's ways to be able to escape that that bondage. Um, But it says... 
For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, Mm. who gave himself for us to redeem us from all unlawlessness and to purify himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. And that goes right into what you were saying. It's not a behavioral modification. The Lord transforms our hearts from the inside. The Lord transforms our minds. I think differently. I react differently. I talk differently. I act differently. I walk differently because of what the Lord has done internally. Yeah. Yeah. And I go after things differently. I learned that I don't turn to bootleg pleasures. Now I turn to the father. Now I've tasted his goodness now. But that takes time. It does. That's sanctification. And man, th- this stuff is just, it's, it's killing people. My, my charge is this. The scripture that I've chosen is from 2 Samuel. Um, it, 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 the context is about Joab, but I believe this applies to what I'm saying, what I believe God wants you to hear as well. And then I have a personal charge for you. I'm going to get practical. So this is 2 Samuel chapter 10, verses 12. It says, be of good courage and let us be courageous for our people. And for the cities of God, and may the Lord do what he seems good to him. Be of good courage, and let us be courageous for our people. So how can you help in this cause? I'm glad you asked. There's different levels, and and I'm aware that some people are willing to do things, and some people aren't. So here's what I'll tell you. I'll start at the top. Will you dedicate a month of just being a, a mouthpiece for this? You have some crazy data. Talk about the WMDs. Talk about the fentanyl being the number one cause of death. I didn't even talk about the rainbow-colored fentanyl that's killing people in high schools all over the place. Mm-hmm. They're finding people dead in high schools in the bathroom. Every state, California, to everywhere. I didn't even talk about that. But you could just Google it, and you'd have enough. Give us a month, not us, but us as in the church, a month of just being a mouthpiece. Everyone you talk to, social media posts, those kind of things. I doubt very many people will do that, but I know that there's some, and those people are ones that have probably either gone through it or lost someone from it, right? And you're out there, and that's what I think you should do. Now, the next level would be, hey, share something every now and then. Share something that you see every now and then. Talk about it. Email your church. Email your pastors. The church with a capital C is a very powerful thing if we weren't so daggum divided. The church could be powerful. And and that's a scary thing for a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot of power. If the church united on something, man, it would just change. I know that. Be a mouthpiece. And then I guess the next level would just be subscribe and like stuff. It helps the algorithm push it. It helps. Like YouTube is the number one search engine in the world. That might sound weird because everyone thinks Google is, right, which they own it. But it's not Google anymore. Think about it. When you go to search something, people are going straight to YouTube. YouTube, the number one search engine in the world, if people are liking and subscribing and watching the videos, it will push your content for you because they get paid on it somehow. They can run ads on it. I'm not interested in that, but they can run ads on that. So they're going to push your content and no go out there. So there's three practical things you could do. Be a mouthpiece. Everyone you talk to, talk, have these talking points. Let them know that you have the solution, that, that the faith-based Christ-centered addiction recovery is radically so many times more successful, we, and we could send them to places. 
Talk about these talking points. Second level would be post something every now and then. Talk about it. Third level would be privately write emails. Like it and subscribe, those kind of things. Those are some practical things you could do to be in this fight. There's so many other ways, but I just gave you some. I just gave you some. Will you commit to that? Will you commit to that? Will you commit to being of good courage and let us be courageous for our people? I just gave you and for the cities of our God, the men and women that are dying. I don't want to keep beating this dead horse, man, and I'm not going to get emotional. I've had two weeks of just the range of emotions, and now I'm angry, righteously. It's not just those 70,000. It's more than that. It's over 200,000 when you include all drugs and alcohol. It's not just those people. It's their families. It's their kids, man. Go to a funeral and look at the seven-year-old that's growing up without a dad or a mom now. Go to the funeral and look at the 18-year-old who, whose dad or mom just overdosed. Hmm. Look, look at what it's doing to them. So don't just think that it's, oh, these can just stop what they're doing drugs. No. There is an answer. Addiction's not a surprise to God. I promise you that. There is hope. I promise you that. Five years, 10 years, three years, there's hope. Not out of our own strength, it's because God. There's freedom from this. And, man, you could be a part of this journey with us. You could do this with us. I'm going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to um, have a little special surprise for Carl. You down with that? Let's do it. All right. Hello, folks. My name is Derek Greer, and I'm reaching out to fellow pastors and church leaders just like you to join me and other Christian leaders and organizations throughout the nation as we come together on June 8th and 9th for National Unity Weekend. Together, we will show the love of Jesus as we serve our communities on Saturday, June 8th, and then preach from a shared text on Sunday, June 9th. To register, go to unityweekend.com. That's unityweekend.com to join us as we unite the church and unite the nation. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. I think this is the first one ever. He got me twice. Hey, we're back. It's episode 52. Both of those were no look, I think. But all right. So we wanted to hit you with that weapon of mass destruction. If that doesn't wake you up, that attorney generals at 17 different states or 16 different states are sending that to the president of this country and you're not hearing a thing about it, you should ask yourself why. I'm not going to answer that. You should ask yourself why, and then you should say, what can I do? And then go back and replay what I said. That's just, there's so many other things you could do, but that's how you could start. You could help us in this mission. We believe God's called us to shout this from the rooftops because there's hope. There's freedom from it. We don't want to do any more funerals. Anyways, transition to 52 episodes ago. 52 episodes ago, you were green. You did your first podcast ever yes. on video and audio. Yes, I did. You did amazing. You did a great job. At the end of that episode, I said I had a present for you to welcome you into podcasting. And then you and I proceeded to both do this thing called Little Nitro. I remember. I do remember. And on the box, it says Little Nitro, the world's hottest gummy bear. 
And if you go back and you want to read things, I believe it says it's nine million Scoville units. Mm. You recall here. I want you to look at the box, hold see. it up for your camera. Just see if that, does, you, does that ring some bells for you? Yes, it does. That was over yes, a year does. ago. That was That's a year crazy. Ago. It was a year ago. Now, what's interesting is, is I remember as we were doing that, man, it was good content, but there was some pain there, like it true was. pain. And you would think when your brother is in true pain that you would, hey, man, I feel for him. He's in pain. Maybe even offer up some relief of milk or something like that. But that's not what we heard from producer Carl. <laughs> now, we didn't have a camera on producer Carl at this time, nor a mic. And we have a mic and a camera on him now. But what we heard was laughter, mm -hmm. was humor. He thought it was funny that we were suffering, Ryan. And so I thought. What would be amazing to kind of full circle, bring things back. Here's our one-year anniversary. Carl, I think you should do the little nitro. Come on, baby. What do you think about that, Carl? Man, I'm honestly I'm honestly excited on some levels. Okay. okay. Yeah. Let's see how long Because there's time. been this debate going on. There's been this debate going on between the heat level of the four peanuts versus the heat level of the singular gummy bear. Can I interject before yes, you continue and you set some narrative that's not <laughs> Yes, yes. Can I just interject with facts? We do have a disclaimer. It, it is a half a gummy bear. Facts and truth don't care about your feelings, Carl. It's true. I agree. Those peanuts were hot. No one's saying that. What we're saying is little nitro's hotter. Why are we saying that? Because the peanut challenge, you gave them four or five? Yeah, a whole tube is 13 million Scoville units. A whole tube, which is at least 100. You gave you four or five peanuts, which was hot, but the challenge for the peanuts was, if you read it, the whole you tube. You have to eat the whole, whole tube. So now continue with with everyone <laughs> having said, the full knowledge. He said, mm -hmm. "Now with everyone having the knowledge, go ahead, my friend. You're excited. Let's yeah, hear why. I'm excited. I'm I'm going to. Um, it's really no debate, but yeah, keep going. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just facts. I'm, I'm just going to form a biased opinion, probably after consuming the gummy bear, and um, go from there. But um, I like hot stuff, man. Yeah, like I, I really do. Like I thoroughly enjoy like hot sauce. Uh, Hot chips. I'd love to do that hot chip challenge. I think Amelia did it recently. Yeah. R.I.P. I don't know if it <laughs> went have, super he well. literally but... called 911 about an hour later. <laughs> By the time the ambulance got there, he was fine, but he literally called 911. Yeah. But, hey, Which is not he, funny. It's funny after the fact. After the fact, yeah. No you one should see okay. the video. He was laying on the floor. It was terrible. I had nothing to do with that. But, hey, as he's opening that up, guys, it is also kind of a going-away present for Carl. Um, Carl has been called to a new season of life. Um, we, we interviewed a guy to take kind of Carl's place today. Carl's heavily involved in that process. He's going to be training, but, um, he's not, he's not going far and he's not leaving like the ministry forever. I think he'll still be plugged in, but, um, Carl in the next few episodes, we'll probably do something kind of like, a with some in the arms <laughs> of the angels with like sad photos of you <laughs> on a mic like yeah, this. That would be awesome. I will we can do it on the next one, maybe. And then just Carl praying or something over there. You know what I mean? Uh, so, I mean, just to kind of keep everybody up front. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. And so this is kind of a, a tribute to you as well, man. And we love you. Um, too, but on you, you want me to do the timer? Yeah, that's fine. Okay, you tell us when you're ready. I'm ready whenever. Now, here's you tell the rules, just so everyone knows. A little nitro on their box. It says the challenge is, is you eat it, and after you've eaten it, you have five minutes with nothing to drink, and then you and then you've completed the challenge if you make it that mm -hmm. long. 
Deal? That's a deal. I've got Rick uh, Rick B. on uh, Milk Duty as well. So. Oh, I just sent him on an errand, so you're good. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> now, hey, do you want me to start the timer as soon as it goes in your mouth or once you swallow it? Um, That's your call. Once you swallow it. So I swallow I mean, it's, it? it's going to be a 10-second no. difference, put in my mouth? dude. It's, there's no difference. It's in seconds. It's you, a, you call it. You're Okay. I mean, when you put it in your mouth, I think right. it's appropriate. Then I'll correct. start the timer on you. Don't okay. touch it with your hands. Yes, I remember that part. All right, ready? Okay, ready? There's a second one, too, if that's not hot enough. Make sure you look in the camera. <clears throat> Don't touch it. Mm. See, this is the easiest part of the challenge, though, is what... Hold on, hold on. Let's, let him, let's just let him... The people won't see is the, the next, like, Whoa. eight hours afterwards. Oh, they will. <laughs> they will. The next eight hours after this is where it really hits you, no, like this will. evening. They will see it. I have a it's camera. getting hotter. Okay, tastes good right now. Pretty good, right? Mm. I remember this part when you did it. I'm sorry, what? Ooh. I remember this part when you did it. You're like, it's not that bad. Whoa, dude. It's getting hotter. What is it? I'm still chewing it. How would you describe it? Mm, fiery. Fiery. Wow. I forgot what it tastes like, to be honest. My whole face... Hurts. He's crying a little bit, it looks like. He's handling it well, though. You're yeah. one minute in. One minute. Yeah. One minute. Only, only four more minutes. Oh, God. He swallowed it. Now help you're me, hit. Help me, Father. Oh. Wow, that's really hot. <laughs> oh, man. I'm still swallowing that it as well. That face he just made needs to be the thumbnail I, of this episode. I forgot oh, how hot. Hold on, there's better ones. Wow, that sucks. Just wait, dude. It's, oh, Lord. This is the easiest part. Oh, no. I'm going to come in your room tonight around 8, 9 p.m. Celebrate good times. Come on. Oh, my body is changing. It's been one. <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be on the toilet all night long, dude. Perhaps. And my body's changing. All night. That stomach is tore up. The intestines are done at this changing. point. Bro. It's over, dude. This is hot. <laughs> it's downhill from here. Two peanuts on top? No. What? It is wow. A- it has officially been. Oh Jesus, help me! I wow. forgot how hot the initial. Two minutes. Should I eat one? Should I eat the other one? Yeah, dude. Should I really? Yeah. Oh, oh wow, it's really hot. It's been two minutes, ten seconds. That's it. Tell the camera. Look at the camera. Tell them how you're feeling. What is it hot? What part of your body? Obviously your mouth, but where else? The back of my throat and um, my belly. Yeah, the stomach is real. <laughs> the stomach is real, dude. Are you going to eat this? No. Are you for real? No. Dude, my face feels warm. Oh, no, dude. Hold on, man. You got to record another podcast. Uh, oh, no. He's hit. Wow. Two minutes, 45 seconds. There's a waterfall of saliva. Is there? Yeah. Stare at the camera. Take your glasses off. And don't touch your eyes. You don't, wow. get, you don't want to get stuff on your... This sucks tremendously. You're going to need some Pepto-Bismol ASAP after he, this. he coated his stomach before. Ow. Talk. Talk through it. I can't, really. Is uh, it hard to think? There's a lot of saliva in my mouth. That's good. Uh, my tongue hurts. Yeah. Um, it's hot. Your throat okay? Uh, I guess. Stomach, though? Yeah. Um, not excellent. Would love some milk. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love some milk. Hey, you can get milk at any time. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you lose. But you yeah. lose. The challenge. I, I lose. Hey, Rick, can I have some milk, bro? Rick, bring some milk in, man. Rick, milk. <laughs> look oh, comes. look at Rick coming <laughs> in with a quick <laughs> nod, dude. Hold on, look. Rick, so you, you want to eat this one? Look, just so you know. <sighs> three minutes and 43 seconds yeah. is what he made it. I just won by, by receiving milk. Nice. Instantly so, helps, doesn't it? Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I feel way more victorious from the milk than, yeah, than the, the, the trophy. That first that sip is sense. where it's at. Wow. Wow. I'm going to see if I can get some, so, so some footage ow. later. I mean, just for wow, the bro. record. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to kind of do another callback. Owie. How there was an, a, a debate. Um, he didn't make it to four minutes. I didn't make it to four minutes. <laughs> but he's a trooper. Yeah. He did it. He wasn't scared. But now do you see what we're talking about with that nitro? I see what you're talking about with that nitro. It hits a little different than the peanuts. It's a little it? different than the peanuts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want to eat this, here, but I know it's not going to be wow. a good thing if I do. So I'm Episode not. 53. We'll see. I'm supposed I, to have Buffalo have to Wild Wings Bismarck, tonight Bismarck for dinner. Do what? I'm supposed to have Buffalo ah, Wild Wings tonight for old Breezy's birthday. No, you're good the rest of the day. You'll be you'll be good. No, maybe food. some lunch will help. No. Oh, he's no. Maybe yeah. he's burping now. Whatever you need. Don't touch your face. It's too late. All right. Now I want you to look straight into the camera, real close. I want you to punch in. Ah! Let everyone know. Wow, it's really hot. That that's life. <laughs> Come on. Thank you for listening yeah, to this win. episode of Life After Addiction. Life After Addiction is a production of S2L Studio. For more Christ-centered addiction recovery resources, please visit s2l.net. That's S, the number two, L.net. For more information about S2L's licensed and accredited residential program, please visit s2lrecovery.org. That's S, the number two, lrecovery.org. We want to take just a second to thank the team at Life Audio for their partnership with us on the Life After Addiction podcast. If you go to lifeaudio.com, you'll find dozens of their faith-centered podcasts and their network. They've got shows about prayer, Bible study, parenting, and much more. Thank you so much for listening today, and God bless. Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.